Hey, crew. Hey. You know classes at Brooklyn Clay start soon. Yeah, and you know, I was thinking that since it's like we're into like the late part of the football season, like the playoffs and the championships and stuff. Sure. That you should start teaching your classes more like a, like an NFL huddle, like you're the quarterback and everybody in the class is your team. Okay, what would that be like? It would be like uh, you come in and you're like... 1471 coffee mug, eight inch cylinder, two pounds of clay, Omaha, Omaha, break. Okay, I have a lot of questions. Do you think that all the teachers should do that? Yes, all the teachers should do that. And do you think the students are going to love that? I think they would love it. And then, is that going to be like the new Brooklyn Clay? Yeah, it's like Super Bowl. Do you feel like... It's a Super Bowl attitude. You've got to get with it. (laughs) So people should take Super Bowl attitude. Classes at Brooklyn Super Clay. Bowl. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to the Strategies Podcast. My name is Cami Kumako and I love Christmas. <laughs> I love the holiday. I love Thanksgiving. I love candy i love sugar and i love pies and i love christmas gifts and i love yeah 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 no wait yeah wait wait yeah so you uh so i said i mean you could stuff me you could stuff me full enough sign i'd melt that oh four you know what i mean but what is happening i said said that doesn't make me a terracotta (laughs) (laughs) hey pete just sec pete wait cammy what 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 Gus, what are you Cam- doing? Cami Klamako? Shut up. Hey, Pete, Pete. No, hey, man, I'm sorry. No, I just walked, I just ran into, you, I yeah, she, with us. Cammie, yeah, <laughs> the one who went, she went to that private school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Pete, hey, Volkus, come on, man, I gotta go. <laughs> oh hey, God, I'll call you back. Okay. Cammy. Gus. Cammie Klamako. Wow. How, wow. God. First of all. How long has it been? It's too long. Maybe wow. seems like it seems like a lifetime. Seems like you're seems like you're conversing with the dead now, Gus. Yeah, I'm doing really well. Yeah. What's doing um, really, really well. Yeah. Okay, what uh, what's happening? Uh, why are you, know, you why are you here right now? It's crazy. I, I it's crazy running into you like this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. on, on Zoom that we planned. Yeah. So so what have you been up to me what have i been up to yeah oh just uh carrying the flag carrying wow. the ceramics yeah. podcast legacy straight into the future that On was yeah my... that was so nice that thomas Mueller to invite you to guest host while i was away wait, what i would yeah, wait what's happening that would be amazing if you hijacked the whole thing and you were like behind my back <laughs> I would actually love that. Oh, it was oh, really nice of him. Yeah. It was really nice of him. Yeah, um, brilliant. And I'm back. Gus, how are you? What's happening? Let's let's talk about it. Let's get into this motherfucker. I'm so excited yeah. that you're here. I'm really excited to be back. I am all all joking aside. I wasn't talking to Peter Volkus. He is dead. And but I'm really excited to be back. We planned this. We tried to record last week or yeah. two weeks ago, but I bailed again. um and this time i'm back and uh yeah i mean should we explain maybe i'll just so cammy like gave everybody just like a really brief for why i was gone for a little bit but um and it was nice of her to do that but it actually had more 
so Cammy and I are really close friends and, you know, Cammy thinks she knows a lot about glaze and things like that. And I like to talk about glaze and <laughs> really we, I had to step away from the podcast just because Cammy, um, I realized that she dumps all of her different Pharaoh Fritz into the same container. Um, <laughs> Wait, you and, do that. <laughs> and, and she said, and I asked her about it and she said, well, it's just, it's just 3134 and 3124. I said, they're different Fritz, Cammy. And she said, they're only 10 different. I mean, how out of 3000, <laughs> how 10. they're only 10 different. <laughs> and I just couldn't. So I had to take some time away, but I eventually I realized like, you know, maybe she mixes up her Fritz. Maybe she, maybe she just pours a little silica in her whiting to make tonight, you know, but that's her and she can do that. And, you know, what? and I just have to accept her for who she is. Well, and so I'm really, I, as the bigger person here, <laughs> okay. both physically All right. and uh, emotionally. A little bit uh, of that might be true. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like really happy to be back. might be true. I, I was getting so excited to come on the podcast just to make jokes like this. I can't, I can't even, I'm so happy that it's happening. Uh, although I didn't know it was going to be at my expense. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but I'm, I'll take it. I'll fucking take it. <laughs> I deserve it, actually. You could do worse. Oh. And I'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, man. I, I do it's just a pleasure to be invited. Yeah. Oh, Back to your own podcast? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I missed you, dude. It's so fun. Oh. It's so fun. Well, I also see you a lot for everyone. Yeah. I, I think everyone knows that. Yeah, we went yeah. away. Yeah, we went up. We went upstate to, since you've been gone off the podcast. We've been upstate together. We've had we took a vacation. Parties. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. like we like see each other every week. Like, yeah, we had drinks. Yeah, it's like going good. It's going good. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Okay, so where are we at? I I mean it. I feel like uh, I don't even know. I mean, what like? Neither. We said that we would do an episode just the two of us, which yeah. is always fun and. Yeah. I mean, I got all kinds of thoughts. I can, you know, we can talk about glazes. I love talking about glazes. I don't know if people have had any questions about anything. No, none. Uh, none. <laughs> That's great. That's great. But people we probably text, answered everything. I think people text me personal questions about glazes. Yeah. And I know that they text you about personal glazes. And then I texted you, Keith Simpson and Irv Tepper about the same glaze. Did we all give the same answer? No, you all gave gave the worst answers. Huh. Yeah, and I used and I googled it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was all really... all three of us were like just put a little red iron oxide in it. That's basically yeah. No. What was your question? Oh okay, yeah, here's the problem. You know that I can't make a glaze to save my life, right? Like mm -hmm. I just can't fucking do it. But I made I've I, seen it. Yeah, like you've seen it in person, you've seen the failure, uh -huh. you've seen the hundreds of glaze tests. But listen, mm -hmm. I made this blaze and it's beautiful. Wait, you know, in my defense though, I made up some really nice glazes. I just didn't know that they were nice. Okay. So I like that. In the past. That's good. Like I did yeah. actually just didn't know that you had to add super packs or zirco packs to make them opaque. And I didn't mm. know that, uh, yeah, I didn't know you had to add um, Epsom salts to make them float. And yeah. those two things really made a big difference in my life once I knew that. Okay. Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about right now. Huge difference. Yeah. Huge. 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 So I made these beautiful glazes. I went deep 
deep, deep into the internet. I was like, I want a waxy glaze. I want a waxy surface. And in my mind, I can see it. Yeah. And I tested several glazes and I got the waxy surface Mm -hmm. out of some deep, I don't even know where I got this recipe. Uh, One of those weird forms that's like, yeah, not was made in 99. Yes. It's beautiful. Yeah. So, and I also got a spray booth. I made the glazes. They're beautiful. The colors are tight. And then I was spraying them on and they're so powdery that you can't spray them. So then I was like, okay, how do I not make them powdery? And then I called Keith. Keith says, you got to use a different gun. You got to use CMC gum, all kinds of things. And then I tried all the things that he said. And then I put so much CMC gum in those bitches that like, I don't even know if it's still glaze. I don't know what it is. I like that. I like doing that a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I'm on board with that. And then I called Irv and Irv was like, yeah, you got to add CMC gum. And I was like, you know what, Irv, you suck. I already did that. And then I asked you and you also, I believe. And I said, add bentonite. Yes. But the problem was that I had used so much that I couldn't. (sighs) But I also remember a time, Gus, when you said, I'm not Don't ever put bentonite. That is why I didn't put bentonite in it. That is because somewhere, somewhere deep in the conversations about glaze that we had, I fucking Uh knew it, and I'm calling you out on it right now. Yeah, I. Okay. Since we, thank you. I've come. I've bentonites come back into my life, and we're pretty happy together. I fucking hate you, because bentonite. Wait, let me ask you this really quick. Can you just throw bentonite in a glaze and it's not going to affect the surface? Uh, if you say yeah, that, I'm going to come over pretty there much, rip- pretty much, pretty okay. much, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's clay Damn in it. it. You know, there's, it, it, I mean, it, there's not clay in it. It is clay. So it's like, it's going to, it's going to add alumina and it's going to add silica. Okay. So but be- it's such a small amount. You and know, you add like 1% bentonite. Okay. 2% if you're crazy. Oh, okay. How much clay is in your glaze? I have no idea anymore. Yeah. Not that much. So like... Probably 7% is bullshit. Jack <laughs> it up. Come on. I thought it was 17%, but maybe. Oh, maybe. 17%. That's better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Good. But, yeah. okay. This I'm glad we had this talk. I already feel like I can fix my glaze. Yeah. Want to talk about how you fix a glaze? Like where you I go? Do. Yeah. If you're not in college right now and you can't just walk to some grumpy technician who probably doesn't really know the answer anyway, but I'll tell you some stuff, you know, <laughs> here's what you do. Okay. First, first things first, you try and figure out the term for what's wrong with your glaze. Okay. Right. Because people say like, no, oh, it's cracky. You're like, that's not what it's called. It's called crazing. <laughs> okay. You got to find that. You got to figure out the term so you can diagnose it. <laughs> it's cracky. Craze. It's cracky. It's, it's, I don't know what other terms people use. Side splitting. It's, I don't know. It's crumbly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Crazing. Crawling. Okay. Dunting. What's shivering. dunting? Wait, wait, wait. What's dunting? Okay. Crazing. Yeah. Is when you get little hairline cracks in the glaze. Okay. Has to do with glaze fit. Um, and you'll see it. I mean, you see it a lot, but uh, that's probably the most common one that you see crazing little hairline cracks sometimes a lot sometimes just a couple okay yeah then we got crawling crawling is like where it pulls back on itself and it kind of looks like a you'll have like some bare spots of clay 
And if there's a lot of crawling, it'll kind of look like a brain texture. That's so 2020. Yeah. It's still, I think it's still kind of hot. People oh. love it. All right. If anybody on. has a good, okay. Um, <laughs> anyone has, what were you going to say? If a, anyone has a, a good... good crawl glaze, like Come on. there needs to be a good crawl glaze that can stick and be super hard before it's fired and then crawl heavy in the kiln. Oh yeah. You mean actually stick on the pot to get in the kiln. Stick on the pot to get in the kiln. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the well, problem. They tend to be real flaky. Yeah. The glaze falls off before you even get it. Yeah. Right, because on. that's crawling. Yeah. Dun dunting can just be from cooling something too fast, I guess. But dunting can happen if the clay body is trying to shrink more than the glaze and you'll get a crack, usually while it's cooling or sometimes while it's cooling, sometimes after you've been using it, like if you fill it with hot water or something like that. So Wait. your clay will break. Oh, the clay cracks. Yeah, the clay, it's oh. its like the opposite of crazing. Like the, the clay so much cracks. pressure on the clay that it splits. Yeah. Ooh. And a lot of times it'll happen if the glaze is just super thick too. Oh. Like a lot of this stuff you can sometimes get away with by cooling things really slowly, by putting thinner applications of glaze on, things like that. But the problems don't actually go away. You can just kind of like tiptoe around them. Okay. What's the other? Shivering. Shivering shivering which is like you think like tectonic plates how they push up against each other and then they make mountains form yeah love it it does like that except instead of pushing up and forming mountains they like push into each other until part of it pops off oh i don't love that's that. called shivering we don't love that um and that's essentially the same thing as dunting but it's the glaze failing before the clay body does Okay, so you got your term. You say, and you say, you go on Google and you type in, why is my glaze shivering? Okay. Okay. And then you scroll until you find digital fire. Okay. okay? And Tony Hansen will show you the way. He's got some weirdo stuff. We've talked about it before. Great place to start though. Number one great place to start, if you've got the money and you got the time, go to Ceramic Materials Workshop and take, just get the, do the lectures from the Cone 6 Glaze Workshop. It's called the Middle Glaze watch all the lectures, pay attention. Okay. You don't want to do that, which most people don't. I can see it in your eyes, Cammie, no, but that's I, the best. I have to do that. I don't know why yeah. I haven't done it yet. It's embarrassing. Yeah. No, well. you just text, you just text people, you know? <laughs> okay. <sighs> I don't, I don't know how to sign into an, into an Apple calendar. You know, we all have our, we all have our flaws. <laughs> uh, I don't think those are equal, but okay. Uh, <laughs> Um, okay. Digital fire will tell you some really helpful information and then they'll sprinkle in a little bit of misinformation. <laughs> okay. Which is good, which is what you want. That will make you stronger in the long run. Oh, <laughs> will it? Okay. So you read it all. And then all yeah. of a sudden it says like, it'll say like, it'll have really good. It'll say, you'll be reading about crazy and it'll be talking about adding magnesium to your glaze. It'll be talking about adding silica and alumina to your glaze. And then all of a sudden at the bottom, it'll say like, if you have both shoes on while sieving, glazes are more likely to craze. Take your right shoe off and put it under the kiln during the firing. And then you're like, I'll try it just because. I'll try it just because, but I don't think, I don't think that's accurate. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you're, digital fire. You're, you're kidding about that? I'm kidding about that. That's my advice. That's there, that's from me and not I can't put that on Tony. There's someone in their studio in <sighs> like Kansas right now that's like, oh shit, they're taking their shoe off. And we're like, stop. 
Stop it. Stop it. Put it up. Put it back on. There's bound to be shards of glass on the ground. It's a ceramic studio. Who knows? Yeah, who knows where that shit's been? Um, okay. And then we've talked about this a hundred times, but always. We always talk about it. Glazy is the greatest thing to happen to ceramics ever. Are you friends with this guy or like why I I am. (laughs) But I've never met him, but I think we're friends. Um but there's just nothing there's nothing else like it. What a gift to ceramics. What yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, like those... I think next by the next episode, I'm gonna I'll talk to Crew. I could use Crew's help. I think we need a song for Glazy. Oh, you might be right. I think Glazy deserves a song. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, Glazy is so great, and it's full of people that just want to talk about glaze and want to try and help people solve their problems. Yeah, sometimes so you, too, too, too sometimes much. too much yeah. sometimes too much yep but it's nice because you can go on there and you'd be like this is happening and then somebody somebody in oh where's the dumbest place anybody could live fargo north dakota gets on and they <laughs> type what, in that's what i was gonna get that's what i was gonna say fargo. Yeah. and they punch in and they say try adding they were like gus comma try adding yeah. <laughs> And it's just me responding to my own posts on there. <laughs> I fly all the way back to my parents' house to respond and <laughs> on their desktop. It's really great. I don't know. That's all. That's the best. There you go. And then that's it. Don't waste. I know that this might be controversial. Don't waste your time buying glaze books. They all stink. Yeah, I agree. Even if the pictures look so good. Like, yeah. That's, that's really why I buy a glaze book. Yeah. yeah, it sucks. I, that got yeah. me twice. Really? Yeah, I mean, I got, I got, I got, I, I'm looking at two right now. Like, I got them all over. Yeah. Yeah, I made some mistakes in some glaze, but purchase, glaze book purchasing. There's that yeah. Cone Six Glazes book. It's just called Cone Six Glazes, right? And it's just, I think I have two copies of it. Yeah, you think <laughs> you might. That's weird because I'm missing one. But <laughs> yeah, the pictures of the glazes are so pretty. And then you, they're not it's not you like different clays different you know it doesn't have anything to do with what you're doing but the, yeah the all the glazes that you it. like are somehow the wrong temperature for yeah, you totally yeah it's yeah but it, hey good thing to have around sure totally. put it on a coffee table <laughs> yeah but ceramic materials workshop and glazy right. that's what you need that's my yeah. advice and then get a keith simpson if you can they're not cheap but they're worth it i think yeah, you can somehow put him on retainer. I don't know. He would make the best clay lawyer. Yeah, actually, maybe that could be his new business. It's like he's like kind of like an expert witness. You know how they have that in court? Yeah. And they just like pay him to come in. Yeah. I think this could be huge. <laughs> I think so, too. Actually, uh, really, I would actually probably pay like subscription i would pay for a keith simpson subscription i paid 30 dollars a month just to have him on speed dial just to have him answer my text you know what i mean like maybe this is a this is the next step for glazy or maybe actually we'll make our own we'll make like the shitty corporate version of glazy you and i okay where everything is like a you know, you like get on and then it gives you like half the recipe and then it's like subscribe to get the full list, like kind of like the New York Times cooking. And then, yeah. And then in there we have like a text, you know, we have like a helpline 
yeah. same thing though we'll give we'll give like half the answer and then it's like for another 599 <laughs> we'll finish the <laughs> it's actually, i love it i love it too also it's kind of an it's like awesome and we should probably do it we just need some seed money um a vc angel investor mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, a developer um some software engineers some photographers and some people to do and we'll probably need like designer. a like like an incubator house that we can have like y- the young cool ceramic kids there and they're all yes. just like sitting around tables and like stirring sieving glazes i love this idea yeah i love I really it really do same good idea okay silicon well, valley yeah sorry to glazy we're coming for you, man. <laughs> I mean, sorry. there's just I. Hey, I don't. You know. I don't know how much. This money is the free. This is the free market. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, makes no money on it. Just purely out of the kindness of his heart, he just yeah. gifts this the most beautiful thing. <laughs> would try and take him down. Yeah, I actually. Um, he uh, Keith tried to introduce me to him. I think um, I would love to have him on the podcast, Derek, who started Glazy, because I. It sounds like he's just such an interesting person, but um, he makes cool work. And he's also like, could you, I mean, remember people, I still love the Bow Cushing handbook just for what it is, which is. It's adorable. Yeah. But that was like, that was one of the best things that we had when I went to college, which was only like 12 years ago. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you've got a website that people upload images to has a form, has a glaze calculator on it. It's oh. incredible. When I was in school, we would get all the handbooks we could get. So mm-hmm. we would have like, we had the Kent State handbook, but if you met someone from RISD, you take their handbook and like take it to- Go photocopy it. I'm not even kidding you. Yeah. Find it. Yeah. And then the Alfred one was of course like super hard to get. And then yeah. um, everyone, every like little, every little place that you went, any students that you ever met, you would like start copying. You'd go straight to their- Everyone from Enseca, you'd just be like, hey, send me that blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah it was intense. Was I found like, I Risty found some old. One. Really? Yeah. Risty's was pretty good. Hmm. I found an old notebook that had a bunch of old glazes in it. You know, and it's all just like word of mouth. People are being like, yeah, you you can fire it as low as like cone 018. And <laughs> it gets a little runny at cone 12. But uh, if you're firing on a gamma, you can just toss it in there. Like, that seems to bring it in the front put it in throw, throw it in the front with the wood yeah it's like too big of a range it's <laughs> true oh, oh do you know that when i was in when we had a raccoon kiln right uh, mm-hmm. in undergrad and we would make a glaze with um copper mm-hmm. borax 20 20 mule team and we threw some flint in there we like literally were like dumping shit in wrap the thing like paint it on wrap it in tinfoil and throw it in the kiln dude awesome yeah you stand right over it breathe in those vapors loved it the yeah it melted the glaze melted at um like oh 18 oh 22 maybe like seven eight hundred degrees even yeah somebody told me that they watched somebody like melt glaze with a torch one time and i still i mean it must have just been some kind of weird i don't know what it would have been but we got to look into that. The way they talked about it was almost like how people, you know, I don't know what it's called because I don't care about glass and I'll 
I'll say that last proud, okay. but wow. <laughs> Next thing we know, you're like, I'm working at Urban Glass. You're like, what? Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're you know, when they tongs. like work with glass and they just like have tongs and they like pull it out. Yeah. It's called, that. um, psh, 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 psh. it's called the yank and <laughs> yanking glass. Dang, what's it called? Candle working. That's that. Yeah. Tor- torch work. Mm. Poor, it's yeah, called, so. it's called, it's called taffy glassing. There's. <laughs> Like there's some people in glass that are listening to this right now. They're like these glass holes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Lord. Um, okay. So that's like some urban legend stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, I have an urban legend story for you. There was a guy. I love it. I <laughs> love, I love ceramic urban legends. So if anybody has one, please, please write in. There was a guy, you know, that went to long beach for undergrad, I think. Uh-huh. His dog died. He rested peace. And then oh, he took, he this took, is a classic. He took his dog and, and the corpse and burned it in the kill. Yeah. And then he, what happened? I don't know the end of the story. But it's all it's oh. as far as we got. We were like, oh boy. The end of the, the the story that I was told. This is one that I like heard in undergrad was the exactly that he he cremated his dog in his kiln. Yeah. And and all that was left afterwards was the little the lungs they were so full of <laughs> no, clay we, dust we talked about this on this on this podcast before <laughs> that's, that's what story. i was told but what but my story's real yeah so is mine someone told me <laughs> and then they used a nasa suit to a nasa <laughs> suit to go look inside the kill to make sure that the lungs are still there that is ridiculous i think i'm mashing some things together <laughs> oh it's just a pleasure to be back isn't it <laughs> yeah you're talking about like the the, the Russian Ooh. astronaut. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, oh, yeah. What else? What's dying. new since? Uh, have you seen any good ceramic shows? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So last week I uh-huh. went to HB three one eight. Is that that sounds like the new variant of COVID? Sorry. So last week I went to HB three eight one. That see. still sounds like a COVID variant. Yeah. Okay. I, I was on Instagram on Saturday morning and um, uh-huh. I got an, an Instagram came across my feed that was like, last day of my show um, at HB381 by Una. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, crew, we got to go see the show. He's like, I don't really want to. And I was like, come on. I was like, I'll let you get a cupcake. He was like, I'm in. So we go in the gallery. No Una. Wait, the show is over? So I walk in, yeah. I like walk in and it's Christina Riska. And oh. the, the pieces are so beautiful. They're beautiful. The, you know, yeah. show was really good. I got to see it. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay, great. So I'm so yeah. happy for you. So yeah. I asked the people at the front. I was like, uh-huh. um, Una. where's the show? <laughs> yeah. I was like, they were like, that ended a week ago. And I was like, no, it was literally. And then as she, they were saying, it ended on the 12th. I was looking on my Instagram and I was like, she literally just said, this is the last day of my show. And it was on the 12th. So the post came on my, her post. A came week up on late. My, yeah, a week late. So mm-hmm. they, but they were so sweet. They were like, the show's in the basement. If you, the, like what was left of the shows in the basement and so did I you go see it yeah so i got to go see the pieces so Wasn't it's like it so i got a good? two for yeah those pieces yeah yeah man wait so christina oh. riska's show the pieces uh-huh. are like 
you know, just a little shorter than me. Um, they're, you know, like very like hoggable size. Like if you wanted to wrap your arms around them, vessels, paper thin, the colors are beautiful, just like sublime, sublime vessels. I, um, uh, who's, what gallery is it? HB381. Are they like fo focusing on ceramics or what's the, Apparently, seems like a lot of ceramics to show. Yeah, they've been showing ceramics the last couple of shows. I think it's cool. supposed to be European. I, they thought this gallery was supposed mm. to be European based, but well, I don't know. That's yeah, but it's not necessarily cool. with the Unapakes. Well, that's very exciting. You know what show is near that show? Tell me. This young artist, Anders Hamilton. <laughs> how is it? How did Wasn't he just it? down the street? Anders? <laughs> I think that's how it's said. Now, how do you know each other? Boy, I mean, we, we've we known each other since like the <laughs> early 90s, which is crazy. That is crazy. Um, because he was born in 1992. Um, Whoa. Or maybe 19, yeah, 1992. I don't Whoa. know. A long time ago. Yeah, that is, that's not that long ago for me, but okay. Cammy, so long ago that I think most people that were, living then are dead now no it's not maybe uh, maybe um Anders is my brother he's yeah. also never listened to the podcast so that's um, why we could that's so that's why we could speak yeah freely. we can say anything we want about him um but his show is really good it's at mother gallery it's gonna be in Tribeca right yeah and it's up I think till December 17th really that's what he told me wow yeah I haven't talked to him in a long time so I guess uh, I'm a little out of touch. Yeah, actually, okay. yes. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, beautiful show. Everyone should go see it. Um, any other ceramics in the news? Yeah, there's actually a lot of ceramic shows happening all the time. And here's what happened, which is what I thought was going to happen, is that the ceramics looks better and better and better now that you know people have like yeah. have had time to process and like get better skills over the years since 2014 or 13 when ceramics really started blowing up when ceramics was invented yeah yeah <laughs> when the zeitgeist of ceramics started <laughs> and then we had to look at fucking little lumps of like turds that every artist was like i made this yeah remember those days i don't know if you do those like sterling ruby oh wait yeah why did i have to why did i say that i'm not sure Come oh, on, name came out. Why Stop punching out? down. I'm sorry. But yeah, the like people's work looks so much better. Like just overall, like it's really like leveled up, leveled up, leveled up. Ceramics is like get now, I think it's getting good. Yeah. You know who's got a show, or maybe it's a booth, is uh, Wade Toulier. Wade Toulier. I know. And it AKA is... Wade Tollier. <laughs> Wade Toller. That's not. Um, but his work looks so good. Yeah, it's everything he's been sharing. So good. Yeah. Okay. Can I tell you this story? Mm. Mm -hmm. I made this piece. It's like a mm -hmm. hand, and it's holding a peach cup. So it's a hand. Yep, I've hand seen it. In a peach cup. Yeah. Uh -huh. I was like, I was like made it. I finished it, and I was like. Then you lost it for a while. <laughs> I did lose it. I, yeah. I don't know, man. We yeah, hid it from you. Yeah, I literally lost the piece. I couldn't find it. But then I was like, I made it. I was like excited about it. It went into a show in the Ant Ant Antler Gallery in Portland, Oregon. Um, the vessel show, really cute. 
I was like, oh my God, it dawned on me one day. I don't know, just like out of the blue, poof. Did I just make a Wade Tulier piece? And then I was like, no. And then I was like, did I? And then I was yes. like, no. No. <laughs> and then I was like, did I though? Anyway. Mm-hmm. The hand's too flat. Hand's yeah. too flat. Of course. Of course. Um, and I didn't actually like think, I was trying, like I was making a, um, I was thinking about Furline Cup and Saucer, not Wade Tulier. But then mm-hmm. it's just like came, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, mm-hmm. so when I, I posted a picture of it on Instagram and then I tagged Wade Tulier. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what you got to do. I don't know. And you know so, what we, oh, keep going. No. So then I said, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm like, dude. Yeah. I, well, that I, so, started, we started messaging about it. Um, A long time ago, I made a piece that had a stack of five gallon buckets in it and posted it on Instagram and Anders tagged Matt Merkel Hess. <laughs> and it, this was like, and I should have, ta- I wish I would have brought this up with him. I don't think I've ever mentioned it to him. This was like my first year, maybe my first semester at grad school. And uh, we thought it was so funny. I was like, I'll never meet that guy. Like, I don't, you know, <laughs> trying to start shit with him. <laughs> And here you are. Here we are, friends now. Yeah, Um, in the same city, working at sometimes the same spot. But Mm -hmm. then I saw a piece on um, I saw a piece on Instagram by one of my favorite Instagrammers, world's biggest gummy worm, Thomas. Mm -hmm. And I like messaged them that I loved their piece. It was Mm -hmm. like some people hugging on top of a pot. And then they messaged me back, and they were like, "I I was thinking about." your piece where you're hugging the side of your pot tbh and i was like see yeah uh, it's going around it's going around everything goes around yeah hey i heard you saw that dan mandelbaum show which i didn't get to see yeah tell me about it beautiful dan mandelbaum are you kidding me right now what a i mean so anders hamilton yeah my brother yeah i would say regularly he surprises you with what he's into but i would say he it takes a lot for him to he like i don't know how to say it without making him sound like a curmudgeon but he loves to not like shows you know he loves to be like not loves to be not worth it yeah he loves yeah yeah he loves to just be like you know and it's like i would say he's he doesn't do it with everything but i think it just like he doesn't he doesn't get jazzed about seeing stuff that often and so it's always surprising when he's like you got to go see it especially now this day and age it's like you can send someone a picture and a lot of times you know it's all i think it's always better to go see work in person but a lot of times you like you see it and you're like i get it i get what i'm looking at right anders came back from dan mandelbaum show and was like you you need to go see it in person huh. and i was like I don't care. Dan, get out of here. No, just kidding. I was like, that sounds great, but I'm busy. I never go into the city. When am I going to go see it? And then our good friend Keith Simpson came to town and we went and saw it. And his show was freaking incredible. It was so beautiful. It was so weird. It's such a weird use of material. I mean, that guy is a guy's a shining star here Yeah. in New York I City. I agree. You know, he was my student at Pratt. Um, yeah, he was I'm so like- pumped to tell me that. Every time, every time I meet him. (laughs) Weird. Um, I guess, uh, he was a brilliant student. He made brilliant work as a student, just like, like just really amazing. Yeah. And he's just one of those guys that like, like, I just know him from stuff, you know, like he's just at, like, I just run into him, you know, 
I don't know, a couple times a year. He's he's at openings all the time and always super nice. And but I really like I I know what some of his work looks like, but I'd never seen a show of his. Like I'd seen one off pieces here and there, but man, that show was really killer. And I wish I can't remember the name of the gallery, but really cool, weird gallery and sort of a perfect space to show his work. It had this like really odd round window in it and um yeah, it was, it was good. Everyone should watch and see what he's up to next. Oh, I went to Sculpture Space a couple of weeks ago. And yeah. Saw, saw the Grand Mark show. Cool. Yes. Wow. What a comeback. Okay, this show, the like, beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. It was unexpectedly kind of sweet. And there was, it didn't have that, it didn't have, you know, like his old pieces had that sort of big, giant, overbearing sort of weight in you know like yeah just by size alone when you have those pieces that are just like they take up a they take up a room these were like intimate pieces and they were sort of functional candlesticks and stuff yeah really and the glazes were beautiful i was like yeah. so happy happy yeah kind of the one those pieces that you live with yeah like literally live with i mean he's ceramics garth brooks if there ever was one you know what i mean yeah. like that guy yeah, yeah. And so at the show, there were a lot of his old Cranbrook students there. You know? Oh, cool. And so... He wasn't at Cranbrook when you were there. No, he was before me. I had Tony okay. Hepburn as a teacher. Okay, yeah. But we were talking about, like, students that had Tony Hepburn. Yeah, and anyway. how they all make the same dumb work. Wait, what? Sorry, wait. Uh... <laughs> They're just a, <laughs> just a little couple steps ahead, you mean? But whatever. <sighs> just... While while you pedal to keep up, Gus, fun. Oh, wait, go in more. You have more? Yeah, it, but it's about your work. It's about how excited I was when um, my old professor and friend, I think, I think I can call him a friend. I think he would probably call me a friend. He might actually refer to me just as a student, past student. Former student? Former student is probably what he would say. But I think we're friends. John Gill okay. called me. He called me out of the blue just to tell me uh, that he was in a show with none other than our very own ceramics podcast cami clamaco what and he was so that's excited so to tell me that's yeah, so, it was really so nice. sweet yeah and he said the piece looked really great that's so and, nice uh, and so that like means a lot yeah that's like he went out there company. and saw it in person yeah that there's this like kent state student alumni show that's happening yeah it's really sweet yeah i'm like i don't know decades of kent state students yeah, and there's some like that's Kent, cool. Yeah, Kent had some really good, really good ceramic students. It's like so sweet to see. They had like yeah. students that just graduated and students from from way back. That's that, cool. Not, I think I was as far back. No, just they there were people further back than me, I think. But whatever. Yeah, yeah, but sweet. they were all they were you were the oldest living artist in the show. <laughs> no. <laughs> that that's me. true. That's <laughs> true. No. <laughs> no, that's true though. <laughs> oh, there were older people than me, just by like six months. Did I was in a show over the summer where I'm not even kidding, like half of the people in the show were dead, and I was so excited. I was really excited about the show, but I came back after seeing it, and I was just like, everybody in the show was dead except for me it and feels, like one other person. <laughs> didn't it feel so good to be alive? <laughs> You'll be like, like you're out you're not the competition anymore bitches i think i think I, yeah uh, i think 
Yeah, it was like a mix of, I don't know why it was so, I think what was so weird was the opening was so quiet and I kept being like, it's probably because everybody that likes these artists is also dead. <laughs> no one came to the, oh, God. <laughs> well, no one can go, no one came to the opening because there's no one to come. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Wow. That is some um, sad, sad shit. Let's talk about what are you working on the studio? Um, I'm painting. Okay. And uh, I'm working on some ceramics stuff. Yeah, I'm painting with acrylic paint. Yeah. Doing a little painting with Mako Stroke and Coat as well on okay. some little ceramic pieces. All right. How's it feel to be back in the studio? I know you took maybe a couple days off. <laughs> <laughs> I took, I am still, I've been like tiptoeing back in, you know? Yeah. But uh, man, I took the longest break I think I've ever taken. It was crazy. And it felt really good at the start. And then it felt really terrible. So yeah. just for everybody out there, don't ever take your foot off the gas. You just got to keep going. Set a cruise control, like a reasonable cruise. Set a no, 35 don't. mile an hour cruise control. Don't set it at, you're going to get people honking at you, but it's okay. <laughs> but no, you just keep moving advice. forward. That is the ter- worst, worst advice. No, don't listen. Coming to back to the studio is do what you the do. worst thing. Oh, yeah. It's hard to you go take back. a break well, because go back. you know what I was doing? Eating. I was <laughs> eating food. I was going to bakeries. I was watching movies. I watched like three seasons of the Great British Bake Off. I watched. And then you I, tried every recipe. Oh, my God. Well, Sarah's becoming such a good baker and someone's got to test it. And so I I'm just it. there eating it. I was playing guitar, you know? Wow. Yeah. You are good just, for you. I know. But now I'm back. But did Miserable. it? Miserable. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, it's, hard. it's not funny. I've been there. Yeah. But did it feel like when you were like uh, taking a break, then the guilt of not going to the studio, like, did it overwhelm you? Because like, it starts to get to you. After, yeah. Like, there's this guilt about paying for a space that you're not yeah. using to. Yeah. I think that was a, that was a really big part of it. And it just made it, it made it so hard to come back and like start up on stuff. Like I sort of had finished everything that was in here at the time. And so it was like to come in, there wasn't like, normally I try and keep my studio set up so that there's like some really easy, mindless stuff that I can work on. Or there's like, you know, there's, there's like different levels of work that can happen in here. So that if you do come in and you're like really just not feeling it, there's some like pretty, you know, mindless stuff that you can work on for a while, but still feel like you're making progress but yeah yeah it was it was rough ball inspirations like i'm like oh Gus mm. well you can see over my shoulder here yeah i'm looking at it right now the listeners can't but uh there's a little fireplace that i made right after cammy sent me a really weird dog shaped fireplace it was cool it was crazy. It's crazy. It's. I think I would have built that if it wasn't. It would have just. It was would have been too hard to build. I'll just I, paint it. And something. I think you have like you'll have time for that someday. I like sending you um, inspiration. I'm like, oh, Gus should make this. This will like go right yeah. in there. Yeah. I was looking at a book on um, interior design, architecture Ooh. book on fixtures and uh, design elements for interiors. So it kind of cool. goes through every single from the beginning of history through current times and i say current because i think it ends in like the 90s but yeah cool. it's like so windows like 
windows, fireplaces, uh, doorways, doorknobs, like every sort of thing, little detail, uh, interior detail. Yeah, the book is so good. Yeah, if you're like into it. So I was just flipping through looking for anything. Man. It's fun. Yeah. What are you working on in your studio? Well, I am making, I'm so I'm glazing all these big pieces. Finally, Mm -hmm. the first one, gosh, the first, my first piece, like I've had a lot of failures and the first one came out perfectly. And I was like, it's so, it was like so close to being good that I was like, oh my God, like this is what I had in my mind like a year and a half ago, a year ago has finally like come in front of my face. So I was like, I just have to put a little bit more glaze. I'm going to fire. God it damn it. I knew you were going to say it. I refired it. You. God. So. Yeah. Okay. So I put some orange glaze on it. I didn't like the orange. I just wanted to cover up with black. Oh, so I blacked it out and I put I'm it in a heart palpitations. So I blacked it out. I put it in the kiln uh, with some O4 black, just covered the whole thing in O4 black. I like put it, open it up the next day, black. I could see it perfect. I lifted the piece out and it completely had split from the bottom of the box. So the top and the bottom had cracked off. Motherfucker. Cause I, God. Put, it a, cause I put it on a fast fire at cone six, not O4. So <laughs> can you glue it back together? It's not worth it. It's oh like a perfect God. split and it's like so thin and you know what? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I started crying. Yeah. Literally like a fucking baby. And then no, pout- like a grown ass artist that takes their work very seriously. Three days I pouted, pouted, like pouted like a. Sometimes you gotta. Yeah. I was like. i told crew crew's just trying to watch football it was like do better he was like you know what he was like he was like just do better and i was like fuck (laughs) he was like sometimes i think about crashing sometimes i think about how much it would suck if i crashed my motorcycle so i just don't do it and you could take some of that advice cammy yeah yeah so it took me took me a couple days to get right back in there yeah so i'm back at work so what's and next? So I have three more pieces to glaze and I have to reglaze mm-hmm. three pieces. And then I'm going to just start making new stuff, which I've already started. Here's the problem. Mm-hmm. It's taking me so long to glaze these pieces that I don't care about them anymore. Yep. That'll happen. Yep. And now I just want to move on. With do you ever life. just start like, do you ever start just like, like the works in your studio for so long and then all of a sudden you're like using it as a step stool, <laughs> you know, you're like propping doors open with it. Like they're like, I have like six new trash cans. Yeah. 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 It feels good. Oh, yeah. I, I love it. had a, my parents came to town for yes. a week. How was it? And it was great. We saw that guy Anders Hamilton's show at Mother Gallery. Right. Um, totally. But uh, then we... You know, we had a lot of downtime and my family doesn't like to do that much. Like we just kind of, we just really like to hang out and sort of do nothing. So that was most of what we did, which is really nice. But we came to my studio one day and they couldn't handle how dirty it was. So then we came back the next day. So my mom could like pick up my studio and it was crazy and it's still not clean because it's like. How, how did she what did she do sweep the what did she do what did you ever doing dude she she wouldn't let it go she was just she just kept being like well, we can't sit around all day we got to do something and i was like so we came in we just like went through 
I threw, I threw away some old work that I'm never going to, you know, yeah. show or was messed up. Um, Remember when you kept trying to give me those old, old fucked up pieces? Yeah, I might have one of those around still. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm good. Oh, dude, Go so on. good. That's when you need undergrads around, you know. Exactly, exactly. You just pawn all kinds. Of, hey, you want these this box old test tiles without the recipes? They're like, yeah. <laughs> Can always find someone to take it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we like picked up and, you know, my dad came over and we just like, we went through wood piles and I said, no, we'll see, we'll save all that wood because it's all garbage, but I like having it around. I feel more comfortable with it here. Yeah, totally. You never um, know. You never know. When you never know. know. My dad and I spent a lot of time just like, looking at tools in here and him being like you like the bosch jigsaw say yeah yeah jason used to have one yeah it's pretty nice huh he's like yeah that's pretty nice yeah uh you look you you get the you get diablo (laughs) sandpaper always and i said i don't know it must have been on sale you like it yeah pretty nice (laughs) and then he looks around and he goes this is my tool i say you gave it to me man I let him I visit story. his old chop saw that you and I have the same chop saw. Oh, the Hitachi. Yeah. Yeah. Great saw, right? My dad had engraved his name and phone number in it. In it. Oh, nice. And where we come from, the whole state has the same area code for phone numbers, you know? Yeah. So, so there's just no area code on it because you didn't, you didn't need it where we were from. Those are the old days. Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah, that is cool. I love that. Yeah. The whole state's just 701. I love it. Do your parents like to look at art? Because you sh- you certainly do drag them to enough of it. Um, they're, <laughs> they're, like, they're, they're like, no. Not so much. You know, my mom, like, my mom would take us to see shows and stuff. And because, like, her mom really liked art. And my mom, she would, you know, like, we would go see, we would drive to the big city, which we just call the city. Yeah. We actually call it the cities because it's the Twin Cities. Oh, we'd drive okay. to Minneapolis. Yeah. We'd go to the um, Minneapolis Institute of the Arts, which is incredible. It's like a it... mini version of the Met. It's so beautiful. Yeah, totally. So we would go, like, if there was a, you know, it would always, it would have to be someone big. Like, there was, like, uh, and, you know, sometimes they'll do, like, those shows that go from, you know, they'll go from, like, the Cleveland whatever to right. the Buffalo to, They're you know, totally, and they'll like, yeah. yeah. And so we'd like, you know, we'd go see like the Chinese terracotta soldiers or we'd go see like the impressionists and that kind of stuff. Or like, we went to see a Warhol show one time. Like we'd go see that yeah. kind of stuff. We, um, would, we would, when I was, my parents, like my mom, my mom, we would go see like the Monet show. Yeah. Yeah. We would do that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. They love that shit. Yeah. yeah, Everybody loves impressionism. How could you not? I know. But my dad is not as into it, but he really loves things that are tricky to make. So both my brother and I right now are doing a lot of stuff with wood that's like a little, got a little more finesse. Right. And I think he's used to seeing and he really likes to see that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's how we keep him. Or big things. He loves seeing a big, big ass sculpture man. He loves it, you know? I mean, you're talking about like craftsmanship stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But like he wouldn't care to see like a, like if it was just a show of really nice pots that had scruffito on it, like he wouldn't care about that. But if it was like a weird wood inlay, like it has to be something. Right. He likes wood stuff too. You know, he was a carpenter. Right. Yeah. So we did that. We went to the, uh, went to the Guggenheim and saw the um, Katz show. What the hell is his name? Alex Katz. 
Alex Katz. I wanted to say Matthew Katz, which is <laughs> <laughs> we were that'd be awesome if he. <laughs> So it's just his that. recipes taped to the wall yeah right that would be sick. <laughs> we're like what a show it's like very niche <laughs> yeah we went and saw the the alex katz show at the guggenheim what do you which, think same thing uh you know it was okay did you care if i'm being honest yeah I, I thought i was gonna like it a lot more than i did but i also you know i think there's almost like i'm gonna catch some shit for this uh, i know oh here we go I think there's just like there's similar versions of that work. I think that is just better. You know, <laughs> I think he did it first. I know, but that's great. You know, uh, and yeah. hey, you know, some old cars are really cool, but I don't want to drive around in them. You know, <laughs> wow. and uh, yeah, no, I know it was. So we went to the show, and like my dad loved it because he just thought the Guggenheim was so cool. Yeah, you it's know? cool. I mean, just to go see that is cool. Yeah, that it was all. Really matter about. what the show is. Yeah. So we, we did a, we did a good move, which I think John Gill taught me this, which is you take the elevator to the top and then you then walk, walk down. down. You so you see the show, you see the show in reverse order. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. And yeah. it just, then if you do that, it gets better as you go, you go the other way more and more disappointing. <laughs> so tip for everyone going to see that show. That's true. And I know a lot about painting because I've been painting now for almost a year. So know, you can trust like, my opinion on like, these things. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's, un, un, it's almost unbearable. Wait, I meant uncanny. Yeah. How, Wait, uh, how much you know? Here's a, here's a, just a good reminder for everybody. Tell me. In, oh, in so New York, in New York, you're oh, actually yeah. going to love this because I bet you, I'm sure you know it. Use your library card and you can get two free tickets a year to the Guggenheim. I forgot about that. And thank you for reminding me. I oh, just always, I yeah. always assumed that the Guggenheim wasn't on the culture pass thing. So it's a, that's like 60 bucks, you know? Is, is the Whitney on there? Cause I paid boatload yeah. of money to go see. You just, you I don't want to know. Three grand to go on. Listen, I went, I crew and I on my birthday yeah. went to see the uh, Edward Hopper show at the mm. Whitney. Dude, we went on a Saturday and it was like a perfect fall day. And yeah. I have to tell you, it was $25 a ticket and uh, it was so crowded that you couldn't yeah. see anything. There was no point. It was 100% pointless to go. Yeah. And they had time. about right. Yeah. They had time tickets. So it wasn't, so it wouldn't be like overwhelmed. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Not Didn't even matter. So like you had to basically fight to the front and then. Yeah. Fight, and then we ran into all these people. Oh, okay. Here's what happened. Yeah. So after the show, which we were exhausted by just because of the amount of people, uh, mm-hmm. we started walking on the High Line, and I got a phone call from my friend John Stoney, who was in town from Texas, and I was like, "I'm going to send this to voicemail because I just, I'll call him back later, right?" Yeah. So my yeah. sister called, and I was like, "Oh, I got to take this call for my sister." So I pick up the phone, and I'm walking on the High Line, talking to my sister. And John Stoney walks by me on the High Line. Right? Had he seen you? No. Oh. He was like, I just called you. And I was like, I know. And I I was like, I was on the phone with my sister. Perfect. Man. (laughs) John Stoney. That's a good name. New York. New York, man. Like, what are the chances? Who would have thought a tourist would be in a spot like the High Line that's pretty much locals only? Uh, (laughs) 
That's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite um, New York things. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Island. But yeah. yeah, it's like so crazy random that we would both be up there. That's so funny. Here's another um, New York City quick tip yeah, from please. Gus. Uh, the artist membership at the artist membership at the Whitney is fifty dollars a year. Why didn't I just get that? I don't know. I mean, you, you only sure? get one I ticket. Think it's Eighty. Maybe now. I guess I haven't had it when I got it. I mean, it, you know, before the pandemic, and I, I might have. It might have even been like a year before. I'm pretty sure it was fifty bucks because I remember being like, "Well, if I'm going to go twice this year, yeah, it's no, worth I think it." Was Eighty bucks. Yeah. Yeah, because crew was like, "Do you want to just get a membership?" And I was like, "Fuck this." Yeah, fuck this place. I don't know why it was so weird about it. But I have yeah. to tell you, Gus, that Edward Hopper show was pretty pretty beautiful. Yeah? I think you'd I love should it. go. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I do love painting. Yeah, now that you're like a painter and you're like, I'm like a I painter. love golden paints are the best. Mm-hmm. They're about just got this new gel medium that's really making my brushes flow. Oh, I got one of those glass things that looks like a light bulb to grind pigments. Wait, what? Are you doing that? No, never. <laughs> no, somebody recently told me someone that I think thinks I'm no more about painting than I do was giving me tips and they were like, Yeah, you should check out this store. And so I went to look at it online and I kept like they're like, Yeah, so many of my friends buy their paints there. And I was like, Cool. And I kept like scrolling and being like, Where the fuck is the paint? <laughs> and then eventually I realized they like sell pigments and binders and yeah. yeah, and I was like, This ain't for me. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I think that store, when you go inside, though, it's really cool, but it's hard, you know. Yeah. It's like one of this those is, old New York things. I want mine. Liquid already? Liquid. Totally. Squirted out. Yeah. Well, I like Gus's New York City tip. That was a good one. Okay. Okay. Here's another one. You okay. can buy extra bagels and put them in the freezer. Wait, what? Yeah, Who I don't know. Do that? Anders, Anders did that one time. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I wouldn't do yeah. that. I, mean, I, look, I, that I haven't done it. The point of going to get the bagels is I the know, whole but, point. You know, like you try and get a bagel on a Saturday morning, get the fuck out of here. Come on. That's true. Hey, what do oh. I got all day? Hey, come on. <sighs> wow. Gus, this conversation's been so fun. Should Just... we explain to people the real reason that I was not on the podcast? I mean, I'll do it. So, okay. Gus, I came what? up, I told everyone that it was the fret, but it was actually. <laughs> It was because I found out that Cammy's favorite kiln brand is Olympic Kilns. What? I would never. I you just know that's couldn't not true. be bothered to. How can you even? So you... it's true. Nobody it's... look into it. <sighs> judgy. You judgy little. I have an Olympic kiln. Wait, what? Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I would never judge someone on their kiln brand. Yeah. Wait, that little, your little test kiln's an Olympic? Oh, that's cool. It's a, it's cool a piece count. of junk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hashtag Olympic on this whole post. I think you could. I bought an Olympic kiln thinking it can't be that bad. And? It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. What do you mean? You have used it like five times. I know. I use it as a, as a table now. What's so bad about it? Well, some of the buttons stopped working no. really soon. Come on, and, man. And the, the thermocouple sheds like nothing I've ever seen before. Just Dang. all over stuff. Yeah. Are but you kidding me right now? Beautiful green controller and beautiful green gonna, lights. Yeah, it on is my a kill. beautiful kill. Like it's beautifully designed. It's too bad. Did you yeah. write them a letter? No. You should. I know. Just be like, oh. I know, but 
just be like, oh my God, hey, I'm just, I'm so sorry. I just dissed you so hard on this Remix podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sorry for a few, sorry to you guys who bought Olympic Kiln. I probably should apologize because I'm sure they're really good kilns except for the one Gus bought. Yeah, that's probably true. (laughs) Oh, well, the real reason you haven't been on the podcast is because I, just uh needed a break wait what you were... remember remember when people are like people were like is gus gonna be on the podcast and i was like i'm thinking about it they were like Dude. when's gus coming back i'm not sure i'm still thinking about it what was so crazy too was because eventually i did stop you know like eventually i was like well you know i need a break and but there there were like three that we recorded where I was just muted the whole time and I didn't even realize it and you didn't notice, which was crazy. And and people were and people kept being like, Where's Gus? And we were both like, I thought I talked a normal amount on this episode. Um That's not even true at all. I did to, as I did to notice, I always notice Gus. You think like I <laughs> You like basically like turn your camera off in the middle of an interview. Get up, go to McDonald's, go back, put the camera back on, and you're eating fries. Like walk <laughs> ten blocks away to the McDonald's. Wait, the, the fuck? Like where the fuck did you get those fries at? Uh, Man, uh, when was boy. the last time you went to Five Guys? <laughs> Holy shit! My parents got. To New York, and they were like, "I was like, we could go anywhere." They said, five guys. We want five guys for dinner." I can't. We went to Five Guys. They don't have Five Guys. There. No, they have Five Guys. We. That's just that's stop, just what they wanted. Stop it. That's... Stop it. <laughs> we, we... I feel like I have to cut that just because, like, <laughs> that's so. They're okay. not even. They're not. My dad a little bit, but. My mom does not eat fast food like ever, you know. Yeah. We didn't like really grow up, yeah, eating fast food. And we went to Five Guys and it was the fries were so good. I haven't stopped thinking about it. Five Guys is good. Oh my God. It's so good. Yeah. Five Guys is good. Incredible. Unless unless you're in Miami and then you're like, wow, I I don't know if I'm going to make it. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what happened to you? Yeah, crew when I went to Five Guys in Miami. <laughs> it was it was a toxic environment, really. Oh man. It was crazy. But do you know there's a Five Guys in Manhattan that if you go to the back of Five Guys, there's a staircase that goes to like a speakeasy bar. What? And it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. From a Five Guys? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, it's so cool. New York. But why would you ever want to leave Five Guys, you know? <laughs> it's fair enough it's like if you're at five guys and you're like god i just wish i could get a double martini with a with a onion with the with a french fry <laughs> yes yeah yeah totally you're like oh yeah i'm god. gonna get yeah let me get a hamburger fries and i'm gonna just go upstairs and get a manhattan i like that wash it all down wash it all down oh <sighs> Gus, Cammy, this has been a blast. Is there anything it's a, that? It's been a pleasure. Is there anything that we uh, that we missed talking about? I feel like we caught up, ceramics wise. Uh, Gus, it's great to have you back. It's been a pleasure.
okay. <laughs> it's great to be back. Yes. I love it. Um, See you tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Nah, maybe Tuesday though. But hey, check it out. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for being on this ceramics podcast. And rate and review. Yeah. And please, please, please send us messages of questions. Yeah. Of of anything, comments. I wanna, I'm just trying to steer this podcast further just closer and closer to car talk right i want people writing in with weird stuff that they saw questions about kilns anything totally yeah and we'll give you bad information and then we'll try and find some good information yeah or we'll give good information yeah okay <laughs> fair yeah all right okay yeah <laughs> fair. i'm in okay okay gus i'll talk to you later Bye, Cammie. Bye.